Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Is five hours of sleep a night really enough or are you killing yourself? Yes. And evidently you can tell if a man is having an affair just by looking at him. We'll explain. It's Thursday, the 18th of April of 2019. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, I've heard a lot of moms say that the only way they can get me time is when they're on the john. Lock themselves in the bathroom. And even that doesn't work because even at 17, Jacob will open the door and have a conversation. Yeah, if if I go into the bathroom and close and lock because... My kid knows how to open it. I get mm-hmm. the hand under the door. <laughs> or the mama, mama. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to, you know. <laughs> I need a minute. Yeah. Now, do you care if he comes in when you're no, on the John? or care. Yeah, so you're not looking to have a conversation about boundaries anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, we're, we're not really potty training Penelope yet, but we have one of those magic potties. That when you tinkle in it, it sings a song. And when mm-hmm. you flush it, it goes, yay! So when I go in and sit down on the toilet, she sits down on that toilet and we just look at each other. Nice. <laughs> Does she go? No. But she, I, I put her on there. She, you know, likes to grab the toilet paper and act like she's wiping and mm-hmm. flushing. But no. Nothing yeah. yet. Yeah. They say the, the average person says they only get 43 minutes of me time oh, a day. That is so not enough. Oh, if even that, I would uh, say. I would like to have that many. Yeah. I'd like to have about five hours. How much, honestly, if you're being honest honestly, with yourself, how much like do you think hours. you would like five hours or you get five hours? No. I get me time. <sighs> Depends on the day. I mean, if I've got a full day with work and Jacob, I get maybe an hour. Maybe an hour. Yeah. Uh, Tim, how much me time do you think you get a day? Yesterday, I got to work at 5.30-ish, and I got home at 9.37. Wow. Mm. So if you count the time in the car running errands, maybe. I don't think that's me time. So to do the things that I wanted to do, no, that did not exist yesterday. So Mm -hmm. I'd say on average, maybe, if I'm lucky, 45 minutes. Hmm. Yeah, that's I need about three hours. And what about you, Fritchie? I would say between 30 and 45 minutes. It has helped some that we uh, now have Penelope in daycare. So eventually when she goes to full-time daycare, I'll get definitely like an hour. Hmm. But I think this job is kind of like my me time, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Because I'm not like, you know, I know she's cared for and I know everything at our house is kind of taken care of. So when I'm at work, it's kind of like my time to do the stuff that, there isn't someone pawing at you saying, take yeah. care of me. Right. <laughs> it's so true. Well, I don't know. You guys well, are we needy do a little sometimes. Bit. Yeah, but... we have our moments, but. Yeah, you don't have to be yeah. by yourself for you to consider it me time, right? No, for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could consider the me car time. ride me time, but it's not me time. Me time is doing what you want to do. I mean, what you, you have 100% power in making that decision and that choice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are you not doing because I mean, let's face it all day, every day we are doing exactly what we wanted to do because we could choose to do something else. I know. That's how I kind of feel. I feel like I get 24 hours of me time. Yeah. <laughs> well, in a in, way, you know, and well, that is true. And 
we also have responsibilities that we have to take care of. Mm-hmm. So for me, me time is wide open. I can go anywhere, do anything I want to do. And, and there watch just a movie, isn't very much take of that. a nap. Right. Yeah. To me, me time is taking a nap. It's a complete and total freedom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm not kidding you. Is like, there any greater? No. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, I'm doing exactly what I want to do right now. This is fun for me. I like this. Yeah, that's why I think this is my me time. I'm with you. <laughs> but the things that get in the way from me time, too much noise, uh, work, maybe stressing out over the news, your significant other, kids. So the people who responded to, you know, when they're asked, do you get enough me time? A lot of them perceive it as alone time mm-hmm. and doing what you want to do without these other distractions or things that take your head out of the game. Mm-hmm. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery House and Heart. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. Me time. Yeah. It's about time I start doing something for me for a change. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> hey, this probably is not as dangerous as the Tide Pod Challenge, but it's still clearly in the Tide Pod Challenge's extended family tree. Of like dumb stuff yeah. people do? Yes, because apparently the new dumb social media trend is the Shell On Challenge. That's when someone films themselves eating food with its shell on. So that could mean eating an entire peanut. Shell and all. Why would you, this <gasps> I is know people ew. that do that. I do. I uh, dated a guy that when you would go to the game, he would just eat the whole shell and all. And I was thinking. Did he know he was doing it? Oh, yeah, for sure. He did it on purpose. He liked it. I guess it's saltier that way or, or something. I don't know. Or like eating a banana or an orange with the peel on. Or biting through plastic wrap to eat a sandwich. Okay, that, that's just kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. What was it you ate? Was it cherry pits or something? Did you pick up thinking it was a nut at a party or something? Oh, <laughs> oh what was that that you did? That was, uh, was it a fig? I thought I was picking up a nut and it turned out it was an olive pit. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There was so that we, somebody I, had spit out. I was at, <laughs> was at a dinner party. <laughs> they had like a little dish of the people who were using to. Put their olive pits, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of glanced at it, didn't look that closely. I'm like, oh, nuts. (laughs) (laughs) And then I put it in my mouth and it was kind of cold and wet. And I'm like, it's hard. What What is that? And then I look closer. I'm like, oh, damn it. Oh, my God. (laughs) And my friend Charlie was standing next to me. He goes, did you just put that olive pit in your mouth? (laughs) Uh-huh. Gosh. Yeah, I Oops did. Daisy. Mm-hmm. How Oop. gross. Oops-a-daisy. Mm. 
Yeah. Eating eating the wrapper with a candy bar, that's another big one. But the plastic is going in your body, right? Yeah, don't do it. The uh, Here's an ER doctor to explain why this is bad. Anything that you eat that's not meant to be digested, you can choke on. Risk of breathing that in or choking on it is the biggest thing to me. And then again, it's just not meant to be digested. And so it's not going to move through the GI tract really well, depending how big of a bite of it they take. I don't know that a lot of teenagers think ahead to, oh, I'm going to wash this lemon before I do this challenge. I always encourage parents to be active in their kids' social media accounts. They should always have access to view what kids are posting online, and they should be aware of things that are going around, any of the new challenges coming out, because there's always something new. Yeah, Kristen made a deal with her kids. She's like, look, there's no choice in the matter. We have to be friends, and I have to be able to see your Snapchat, your Facebook, this, that, and the other thing. And they're like, that's fine, but you are not allowed to comment Ever, under any circumstance. That's great. That's the deal. Yeah. I just don't want to say. I'll explain <laughs> I'll explain later. Okay. This is a very sharing show, Jeff. Yeah. I'm kind of taken <laughs> aback that you don't want to share with us what you were doing just it now. Makes you really curious, doesn't it? Here I am sharing my whole life with you. I know. And you're not sharing it with me. Just like every other male relationship I've been in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to follow your lead on this one. I feel like you know something. I normally would poke. I would normally be with Fritch on this. Yeah. So here's the deal. On another matter. Mm -hmm. And this shouldn't make anyone out there insecure or suspicious about their relationship. But a new study out of Australia found that people actually can do a pretty good job of telling if a man is having an affair just by looking at his face. Now, we can't do the same just by looking at women's faces, but evidently you can by looking at a man. But we don't know what he's doing with his face. Right. So this real this study is really absolutely no help at all. Well, there were theories. Okay. Like, you know, if he had like certain masculine features that represented hyper-masculine behavior that would clue people uh. in on... He's one of those that needs to plant his seed. That was and the... And there's many different, yeah. What are masculine thingies? Is that like having a lot of ear Square hair? Square jaw. Perce- right. Lots uh, of... Facial hair, yeah. maybe. Perceived masculine features, I guess. Right or wrong. Um, well, the best way to cover those masculine features is just to eat a lot. That way your jawline isn't as there you go. defined. Put on a few pounds. Sure. You don't say. <laughs> and then they won't be so suspicious of your cheating. Yeah, but <laughs> it was stunning. Like how they would put, you know, photos in front of people and they could tell more often than not whether or not the person was cheating. Hmm. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That is mm-hmm. pretty wild. And I hate that they don't like, you know say like why though like you're saying yeah i mean i wonder if it's even you know if it just goes to instinct like how do you that's that guy's not monogamous right yeah look at that one over there ain't no way he's not screwing around on his girlfriend person if we could get you and tim in the study somehow and see what people thought about you right you know what I mean? And if they're right or if they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We could peg these two pretty quick and easy. Yeah. I mean, clearly I would say no, but I want to know what other people think. 
<laughs> Tim, just, is that your are you trying to give me an innocent look or you trying my, to... I am innocent, but yes. can't you tell my masculine features? Features. And by the way, <laughs> women th- these were women who were making these calls. They took 1500 people, showed them pictures of 189 Caucasian adults, 101 men, 88 women having first asked them if they had been unfaithful to their partners. And then respondents were asked to rank these faces on a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is not at all likely to be unfaithful, and 10 is extremely likely to play the field. And both men and women were accurate in assessing men's likelihood to cheat, but not women's. Hmm. Well, that means we are better at getting away with it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, uh, men were able to spot potential poachers among other men. But even when other women were judging the female of the species, females couldn't tell if females were I mean, cheating. Do you Isn't think you're pretty good at telling it in other men when you get around, you know, large groups of men? It, it, if you were to actually think about it and look around and would you be able to say oh yeah that dude totally screws around on his wife or would you be able to you think you have that instinct i do i met somebody yesterday i was like oh yeah definitely definitely this person is messing around yep and i know nothing about that person yeah you just had an instinct. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have you ever made that statement, though, to a friend? You're like, he's a nice guy, but I bet he cheats on his wife. All the time. I can meet somebody. I can shake their hand. I can know instantly that guy's a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that guy's got an angle. Or that guy's working the room. Or that, or this guy's working me. He is sneaky. Not funny. So what makes women suspect that men might sleep around? And... You know, it boils down to, like I said, perceived masculinity, although they came up with another unexpected result suggesting that it's not necessarily the best looking men that play the most. Well, it's too easy for the for the my theory on that would be it's too easy for good looking men to find women to screw around with. So, yeah, but the challenge is for the, you know. Average looking guy who needs that ego boost. Yeah, they said even though more attractive men were rated as more unfaithful, they were actually less likely to engage in actual mate poaching, as they called it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, despite the findings, the scientists are cautioning people against Jumping to conclusions on a first date. You know what else I'd be curious about as far as cheating is is concerned? Are is there a percentage of married people do are they most likely to cheat with other married people or most likely to cheat with single people? And I would almost bet that men are more likely to cheat with single women and women are more likely to cheat with married men. Mm. Why is I would that? guess. I don't they know. Have That's as much just, to lose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So there you go. That's the deal. Hmm. Why are you looking at me? Stop looking at me. Not looking. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. Uh, let's see. Here is the latest on 420 day. 420, of course, as you know, is the unofficial weed holiday. <laughs> 
420 became part of weed culture thanks to a group of stoners in California in the 1970s who would meet at 4.20 p.m. every afternoon to smoke. And so that's how 420 sort of became a thing. And this Saturday, some legit businesses are getting in on the 420 vibe. And are these the only businesses that are in states where marijuana is recreational use is legal? Oh, yeah. Or is it happening in Ohio? Well, you, know how you, you know how we change our logo on our Facebook page for different uh, holidays and oh, things going yeah. on in town? Well, we're going to put up the... Are we going to put some marijuana leaves <laughs> in their little to be a green flower? Too. The joint Huge. is going to be the little... It's going to be the one. <laughs> there you go. So Carl's Jr., if you're not familiar with Carl's Jr., I believe it's Hardy's east of the Mississippi, mm. and it's Carl's Jr. It's basically the same place, just different name. Kind of like rallies and checkers. Exactly. Carl's Jr. is offering a cheeseburger at a location in Denver that is infused with CBD. There you go. And CBD, as you know, is an oil that comes from hemp. With no, is, no THC in it. What are Won't they infusing? The burger or the bun? I miss that. It just says offering a cheeseburger that is burger. infused with CBD. It doesn't say if it's the bun or the burger. I assume it's the burger. That was just me not listening correctly. Thanks. Uh, Pizza Hut is targeting the stoner market by offering their Hershey's triple chocolate brownies for four dollars twenty cents on Saturday. But That's they, funny. They're not, <laughs> but they're not pot brownies. Supposedly, I like this. Lyft is offering. I like Lyft because I was able to tie it in with my uh, Delta Sky Miles. So every mm. time I ride Lyft, mm-hmm. I get miles. Oh, that's nice. And Lyft is offering. $4.20 off rides in several major cities. And then smaller restaurant chains, including, let's see, Wing Zone, Hop Dottie, Hop Dottie, Skinny Fats, and Dos Toros are offering up 420 deals as well. So there you go. That's funny. Happy 420. Marijuana is mainstream. Did you ever dream? Did you ever think in the 90s that we'd be where we are now? No. With pot? Or even 10 years ago? Crazy. Just think about where we'll be in 10 years. Right. And who needs Claritin? Turns out you got your own all-natural version of Claritin in your pants. I'll take it because Claritin does funky things to me. It doesn't do anything to me. Claritin oh. does not help me at all. Yep. Zyrtec just, um, just makes me tired. I got essential oils that do better than anything. What's it called? Blue power? No, that's for <laughs> deep blue. Deep that's blue. where I got in my oopsie daisies. That was horrible. No, for um, allergies, it's lemon, peppermint, and lavender mixed together. Well, for me, it's Allegra. Allegra works great. It doesn't make me tired, and it actually actually stuff does can the make job. my heart race. I always wonder what the difference is between all of them. Like, what is the difference between Claritin, Zyrtec, Allegra, Zizol? Like, I, fe- I feel like they all do the same thing, right? Different drugs. There's old school. What are these things called? What's the antihistamines? Yeah. Old school antihistamines like Benadryl and, and Chlortrimeton and all of those. And there's the new ones like Claritin and Allegra. And yeah, they're all similar, but the old ones work better. But they put you down. You can have different. You can have different side effects from each one of them too. 
Mm-hmm. And certainly you can't, the D's, you know, the Claritin D, Allegra oh, D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people can't take those because it interferes with other medications. So you got to make sure that and you're. I think that's where the heart racing comes yes, in too. Part of it. And those are also the ones I believe you have to sign for, correct? Behind They're the, the counter? They're the ones that are behind the counter because, yeah, you can use that to make horrible things. Well, no disrespect to your oils, Jen, but according to scientists in Iran, they believe that the best way to make your hay fever and allergy symptoms to go away is to have sex. Well, you know, if it's the middle of the show, I don't have a lot of options for that. Babe, are you listening? That's what you think. Sex makes the blood vessels in your nose and eyes constrict, which significantly reduces your congestion. Good to know. So, but how are you supposed to do that if you can't breathe? You know what I mean? Like breathing is an equal part of having yeah. relations. You gotta breathe out your mouth. You're breathing just... is overrated. It's <laughs> <laughs> not too appealing. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.